Um, how was your weekend with Julian? It was good. It was good to have him here. I loved it. What'd you do? Well, Friday, he actually had an interview. Well, he flew it on Thursday and then mm-hmm. he took the day off to like golf and like just relax with Mr. G, which he's wearing here. Um, oh my, look at him. You know, he's such a rambunctious. He's a little cuddle bug. Oh, I still yeah. haven't formally met him in person. I know. Can you believe it's almost been a year since I've seen you in person? And I know. And I got him that weekend after that I was in Boston. I know. It's, it's so crazy. It's sad. It's sad. I really don't know where the time went, to I be know. completely honest. Well, like, I moved so quickly. And I feel like I've yeah. been here, like, such short period of time. How long have you been in Atlanta? Like, already. six months? Four months already. Jesus. But it feels like, yeah, I know. So I feel like like happen. I was just watching Seinfeld. Love. Love. Honestly, I've been binging that so much recently. I love it. It's so, such an easy like show to watch. I love the ones that are like 20 minutes long because like, oh yeah, feel like you're watching that much, but like it gets you to the point. Exactly. I um, am so happy to have you on. I guess I'll introduce you to the the listeners here. <laughs> so on my show to, or on the show today. I'm very happy to say that we have two guests joining us. We have my best friend, former roommate for two years, and dog mom. She's a dog mom. And um, her, I don't know, son, companion, best friend, George. George, yeah, my son. This is my child. He's Uh sweet George. Sweet Mr. G. He's my roommate also. How has that been living with him? It's been really good because mm-hmm. it's something that I can come home to and that's happy to see me and he loves to play all the time so he's also like a good distraction from like devices like TV mm-hmm. phone everything and also just gets me outside it's just it's always fun because he's always he's either cuddling or sleeping or playing and being like this <laughs> a little sneeze. <laughs> I just genuinely can't believe you've had him for a year and did you I can't remember did you buy him from a breeder or did you buy how did you buy him a funny story how I actually got him um I got him from Craigslist uh, oh. Julian, <laughs> Julian found him on Craigslist um because I was actually like looking for to adopt a dog because all of my like uh, family dogs were all adopted and mm-hmm. I love that concept because it's like those those dogs are sitting like just basically waiting to get taken home mm-hmm. uh, but the time that I adopted or like was looking to adopt there were so many other people that are also doing the same and so those adoption like agencies were able to be really picky mm-hmm. um, so they didn't like that I lived in an apartment that I didn't have a work from home um, job and I didn't have like fenced in yard or anything like that so they, I got declined like 10 different times, basically. And I was getting wow. really frustrated because I knew I would love any dog and I applied to so many of them, but they were able to be picky. And I don't blame them because those dogs could go to like homes that did have like someone that worked from home or like had a backyard and like had the time to really like spend a lot of time with the dog. So I applied my last dog that I applied for an adoption agency was a Bernese Mountain Dog mixed with the Cavalier Spaniel. Obviously, I didn't get that dog because 
it was like a puppy, like three weeks old. Mm-hmm. Someone got it like super quick. And I was like, that's a perfect mix. Cause I've always wanted a Bernie's mountain dog. As right. Just growing up, I've always wanted that. But uh, since I live in an apartment, that's like a huge dog to have. Right. So I wanted like a mix of something small. I was like, oh my God, that's a perfect mix, whatever. So of course, naturally I was upset when I found out that I didn't get the dog, the adopted dog. And Julian goes on Craigslist naturally and how does one even think of going to get a dog on craigslist always is on craigslist his father (laughs) is also on craigslist like i don't know why i've never thought about even going on that like website ever literally ever but no they peruse craigslist quite often and so he looked up that breed and like the first thing that popped up was one in Illinois, like an hour away from me. Um, and I basically just on a whim, he sent me the link. I messaged the owner of that link and she messaged back like instantaneously. And I told her which dog I wanted to meet out of the litter. He was one of the last ones, but he was like the first one that I, I wanted. I actually thought he was a girl, but he's obviously good. <laughs> And then I was coming to visit you um, for your birthday weekend. And on my way to Chicago airport, I stopped to see him in Illinois by myself, which I was terrified because it was my first and only Craigslist like encounter. Yeah. But luckily I, it was a woman that had the dog and we met at like their local police station. So it was very safe. Um, I met George, fell in love with him, and then I picked him up when I came back from Boston on that Sunday. It was so That's quick. so crazy. Yeah. So what was the application process like? Um, literally, it was Zelt. All I did was, so like an application process through an adoption agency is so different than like getting it from like a breeder or Craigslist right. or whatever, like personal people that have puppies. Um, like an adoption agency, you have to fill out like basically a questionnaire of everything, like your experience with dogs, what dogs you've had before in your life, what environment are you living in, like what you plan on doing with dog. But with George, literally all I said that I wanted him and I'd pay a deposit for him, which was like $200. And then I paid the full amount when I picked him up. Like it was wow. just, yeah, you they see- didn't ask any questions at all, nothing like that. They took a picture of me and him when I picked him up and that was it. Wow. Was yeah. that for their records or for you to have? <laughs> well, they sent it to me afterwards, but it was like this family that they bred their dogs like every one or two years. Like they mm-hmm. weren't like a puppy breeder or like a puppy farm. They just did it with their family dogs like every one or two years to get, get some extra cash basically. Wow. And how much did you end up spending when you first bought George? So he was $1,200. He's a pretty penny. Yeah, that is... Whew. That's yeah, a bitch. So, yeah, it was $200 for like upfront for the deposit that went towards his like purchase. And then like it was a thousand once I picked him up. But okay. like when I was like looking for a dog, obviously like adoption is like a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like so frustrated. Like I really wanted a dog. Like I was willing to do whatever, obviously, because I wasn't like thinking of that I'd pay that much, but once I met him, I was like, no matter what price tag, like, worth it. you're mine kind of a thing. And like, I also like save like for everything mm-hmm. and I've never like spent that much, like all at one time. Right. And it was just like kind of worth it to me in that sense, because I just like was missing this like little hole in my life. And I like, don't regret it at all. And like, I was able like to basically save that money back up like very quickly because I knew it was like a big purchase kind of a thing. Right. Um, 
And luckily, like his kennel was my sister's um, old kennel. So I didn't have to like pay anything for that. Just like little stuff. Like, What do you mean your sister's old kennel? Yeah. Like the crate? um, Yeah, the crate. Okay. Okay. Um, Like this, like a little graded crate. Oh, okay. Corner kind of so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So um, luckily my sister had that and it's like really big so that Mm -hmm. he has so much room to like move. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have to like pay anything for that. It was mostly just him just getting him and that was it. And then, I mean, little things like food. And Did he come with his shots and like spade and neuter? I know that you had to get he him neutered. was not, I did get him neutered. Okay. Um, that was luckily it wasn't that expensive in Wisconsin. I think it was like 200 bucks, which I like thought oh, was wow. 700 or like a thousand. Yeah. The vet that I went to was very reasonable because sometimes vets can like take advantage. Yeah. Um, he did have some, he was like microchips, had his like firstborn shots, stuff like that. I still had to get a couple other ones. Like he already has rabies one, just mm-hmm. like little things like that, which wasn't that bad um, to get in my, the vet that I went to in Wisconsin, like they only did what he needed, not like anything excessive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, no, that's not bad at all. And then on top of that, like baseline expenses, how much is food per week and like that sort of thing? Like what baseline did you pay Mm -hmm. after that lump sum? So when I got him, when I got him, they definitely paid like a lot for the food, um, the brand that they had. I think it was like 60 or $80 for like a 40 pound bag, which is like a lot for food, like for that's a ton. So I did buy them in the beginning because it's recommended to like not because he's going through huge change of like coming into my apartment, all that stuff to like have the same type of food that the owners have. So Mm -hmm. I did that like for like the first couple of months. And then once he was like normal, like he knew that I was his mom, all that kind of stuff. I started to wean him off of that food mm-hmm. and have like a more affordable food, which is, um, I would say like, it's a 40 buck bag, but like it lasts like three months for him. That's nice. It was yeah. Very reasonable. Um, it's like a healthy weight food, but he also is a picky eater. He doesn't <laughs> eat like most dogs devour and like also humans like devour the food that's like in front of him, like, or like you and, and he he picks up each little kibble one at a time and, and someone <laughs> doesn't even eat it. He'll, he'll wait till I'm done with my food to, to go finish his food. And yeah, he's, he's a weirdo, but I that's know. hilarious. I, I'm like never worried about him getting big or like fat. Because, yeah. Cause he's obviously yeah, worried about it as well. And he's a picky eater. So <laughs> he's so weird. <laughs> that's hilarious. So did you have to try a bunch of different brands or did you kind of just say, all right, no, well, yeah, this one was like what my sister also gives her dog. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty good, um, brand. It's like pure interventable, healthy weight dog. Mm-hmm. So I had the puppy version when he was a puppy. And then once he turned one, I have an adult one and, and it's no different really just like the size of the kibble, but no, I just like, I feel like most dogs just eat whatever is in front of them. And if mm-hmm. they're but it's not that bad and so that's kind of what I want with with that food so do you ever give him people food like human food yeah he, he <laughs> I used to give him an egg every morning with this an food egg yeah it's good for did dogs, you cook it for him good. or did you yeah like so they they can't like really eat like uh like runny eggs you know over easy eggs it has to be yeah. really um so I'll like scramble an egg for him <laughs> yeah and you it's yourself different. would not I know I don't do it anymore I don't do it anymore I do it sometimes on the weekends if he's like if I'm going a little crazy but I I don't eat eggs myself and I have eggs I was gonna say 
just for him. <laughs> yeah, that's actually like-, it's like the TikToks where it's like I have a dog mom that's in her 20s that doesn't have anything else to do with her life except spoil her own dog. That's me. <laughs> that honestly makes sense. And that's very on brand for you. Yeah. Very on brand. Especially with the eggs. <laughs> that's hilarious. Wait, yeah. so when you take him out to go to parks and stuff. Yeah. Do you have to drive to the parks or there's one nearby or does your Um, apartment complex have a place like a courtyard? So my apartment complex has like little dog runs. So like that's where he'll go to the bathroom because I can like he can be unleashed and he can just do his business. Like I don't Mm -hmm. have to like walk around, all that kind of stuff. And it's like kind of like long and narrow. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's Is it like a turf kind or is it? Yeah, there's a turf kind of wood chip one. Um, He goes on the turf one, which at first he was a little skeptical about. But I feel like I would be too, honestly. Yeah, but now anytime I'm around turf, I'm like scared he's going to go. But (laughs) because he's used to it. Um, But that's where he'll like go like regularly because he can just be unleashed and I don't have to worry about him. And then there are dog parks. There's a lot of dog parks around here. There's even a dog um, like bar. It's called Fetch Park. And there's like a little bar outside and you can have your dogs like run around everywhere. Oh, it's so it's, cute. Yeah, I haven't gone yet, but I really want to go. Um, I think that'd be a really good place to meet people. I know, I know. I need to go there. I just haven't yet. Um, but there are dog parks. Um, like Piedmont Park has one. Mm-hmm. There's one by Atlantic Station. I've gone there. The one Atlantic Station is a lot closer. It's like a five minute drive for me. Um, I haven't done a lot of dog parks in the summer though, just because of how hot it is. And yeah. So I usually like walk them in the mornings, like sun, like Saturday or Sunday mornings, right by Georgia Tech, and like a that gets me outside and walking. Yeah, it's it's a good workout for him too. Um, so that's what I, I've been doing right now. But once it cools down, I'll be going to dog parks. Like I did that in the spring every day. Like after work, I would just get him and go go to mm-hmm. a dog because it's just it's good for him to get out and stuff like that. I'm surprised you haven't taken him like rollerblading with you. I know I should do that. I just like my, I really like where I live, but mm-hmm. it's not like, I don't think I could do that because it's more like city-like Yeah, so to have a dog. And also if I have him on a leash with rollerblades, I feel like I'd wipe out every two seconds. So. Yeah. That's very fair. Yeah. <laughs> and with your apartment in like the area and talking about that, like mm-hmm. obviously you're looking for an apartment that accepts dogs so do you have to pay an additional fee on top of the fee or are you in one of those buildings that just doesn't care yeah well luckily Atlanta is really dog friendly and basically like any restaurant like that seating outside stuff like that any apartment except accepts dogs so you have to like pay like a deposit up front that you can oh, okay. get like towards the like when you're done with your lease essentially mm-hmm. same as a deposit just putting down on right like, you know, um I think that was 200 maybe oh that's not bad at all a monthly fee is like 20 bucks yeah that's not bad at all yeah and obviously like if you have more than one dog it's it's a little bit more than that some apartments have like 50 dollars like each month which wow obviously steep yeah but mine was pretty reasonable Mm -hmm. um with like dogs so most are pretty dog friendly um just like the area a lot of people like my neighbors have dogs Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, it's, it's pretty common. I think down here to have a dog. Do you ever go on walks with your neighbors? 
No, I don't know. <laughs> well, next door to me, she has a Dalmatian. And oh my god, yeah, it's kind of a big dog. Dalmatians are huge. Yeah, I know. So I've I've seen her only a couple times. We've only run into each other a couple of times. George and the Dalmatian have not run into each other, but sometimes George does zoomies in the hallway, and the Dalmatian will bark. <laughs> <laughs> Just friends talking to each other, you know. That's hilarious um so does George have any friends in Atlanta in Atlanta anytime he goes to a dog park it's like the regulars like mm-hmm. he definitely gets along but he's one of the ones that gets like chased a lot like he won't instigate he'll, he'll instigate sometimes if he's like feeling freaky but most of the time he's like getting chased and if he's mm-hmm. had enough he just sits down by me and like basically eats wood chips he's like a wallflower dog um, but he Aww. loves to socialize with people and he loves like dogs too like anytime mm-hmm. we see a dog on, on a leash he always wants to say hi which mm-hmm. I'm very thankful that I've socialized him enough where he likes all dogs and humans he does not like little humans though he's not like kids no, he doesn't like Eloise no because Elo- he met Eloise um when was that around January when she came to visit mm-hmm um Eloise she's so everyone she's two years old she's my niece um and with little kids though they're on their level like more on a dog's level and they grab and they don't know how to like not grab and like just be gentle Mm -hmm. so Eloise has two cats though like my my brother has two cats so she's used to being around cats but I feel like cats kind of stick to themselves more so than a dog would Mm -hmm. and so George didn't like the sudden movements of Eloise and he doesn't bite or anything like that, but he will like nibble when he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to kind of just give him a toy to, to like stop. Mm-hmm. But he kind of like would grab at her shirt, uh, like with his like teeth. And right. I was like, dude, no. And then sometimes he will like kind of like jump up and, and with a human, a toddler, you can't do that. Yeah, no. So we just had, I basically just held his collar like the entire time. It got a little bit better after mm-hmm. like the second or third day, but at first it just did not go, go over very well. Um, but I feel like if, obviously if he was around children more often. Oh, right. But exactly. it's just never that was probably his first encounter with yeah. that size. And recently, a couple of weekends ago, I was walking around Georgia Tech, and there's this family, like a parent, two parents, and and two kids, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, can you pet your dog?" And I was like, "Uh oh, let's see how this one yeah. goes." And they tried petting him. And then, first of all, everyone thinks George is a girl whenever they see him. And they're like, oh, is she just grumpy? Like, why does she want us to pet her? And I was like, oh, no, like, he just doesn't like to be touched, like, all that stuff. And then the parent was like, yeah, he's grumpy like you when you wake up in the morning. He's like, let him be, basically. Mm-hmm. And so he just was like, he wasn't having it. I think I couldn't get a dog simply because I wouldn't want to have interactions with other human beings on, like, the side yeah. of the road. It doesn't happen as often as you think. Like everyone was always like, oh, like he's so cute. And you're like, "Mm, thanks, bye. Yep, yep. That's (laughs) true. So it's kind of like the same thing if like someone smiles at you, like if you're walking alone. I don't know. I feel like it's somewhat equivalent. Some people do want to pet your dog, but that's just a quick Have you ever told anyone no? Mm, I'm trying to think. No, because he he wants them to pet them. Mm. So it's like, I can't say no, like personally. Right, because he's sitting there waiting for them. stay away I'd like no absolutely not but he like he seeks people out usually so I have to hold him back 
<laughs> what an attention seeker. He is a little attention seeker. <laughs> and then, okay, so you're taking him on a walks like every day or so. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have to wake up early to take him? Because you're already waking oh. up at like the crack of dawn for work. Yeah, because I have to be at work by six at the latest. Um, yeah. yeah. So I usually wake up at 4.30. Yeah, I know. I take them out instantly. And we usually spend like at least like 20 minutes outside. It's That's actually lot. really nice. Yeah, like 10 to 20 minutes outside, depending on how late I actually wake up. Um, I try to get up at 4.30, but you know. That's but insane, he, he, dude. He, I could not yeah. imagine. But like, that's the thing. So um, he he goes to the bathroom. He comes back. He sometimes eats his breakfast, but then he instantly goes back to sleep. Like, I know he's sleeping like forever because he's just, that's just what he does. Like even today, like I came back at three, he like took a nap with me. Like, I don't, like he just sleeps a lot, but yeah. where he plays, like he does, he does play with his toys, but he's pretty mellow for a dog. I'm pretty lucky. That's very cat-like of him. He is like a cat because he will crawl across. I know I've seen him. Yeah, he crawls across the couch. He sleeps a lot. He and he likes to cuddle when he wants to, and he plays when he wants to. But he's pretty low key dog, which is like what I wanted because mm-hmm. of my work schedule and because like that's just kind of who I am as well. I just like right. to show the time. But he also like he gets me active and, and walking outside and enjoying the the southern heat. <laughs> oh yeah, really enjoying that southern heat wave. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's so fun yeah I wish I had a good excuse to go outside yeah. in the mornings and go on a walk before I started work because I would imagine that's a pretty just nice way to start your day there's no one up at all yeah and it's just because well, you wake up at like not a real time is the sun even up at that time no it's dark it's yeah I don't I get to work and it's still dark so it's it is kind of peaceful because it's just I don't know it's just outside usually it's pretty cool or like it's cool outside mm-hmm. so um yeah I don't know I, I actually do enjoy my mo- I, that's my favorite thing is my mornings with him because it makes it just more wholesome and, and peaceful yeah 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 and then when you're away at work do you have like any sort of camera or like no yeah I wish I did um I haven't gotten one yet because well he he's in his kennel whenever I leave which okay. I don't love but he's gotten used to it thankfully um I have tried to get him to not be in his kennel when I leave but he he is a puppy still so he chews on rugs mm-hmm. and like that so any rugs I have he will chew so um he does stay in his kennel when I leave I don't have a camera because I just know he's just laying down in the kennel, yeah. Toys, yeah. So it's not that big of a deal. Once I am able to break him of like all the chewing habits, I probably will invest in a camera just to, like keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't have anything like that to like, monitor him. Because I know there's some fun ones where you can entertain yeah. them and get on a microphone and yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's something yeah. to look into, I guess. That is, that is, I guess so. <laughs> and then um what was I gonna say so when you go on trips yes normally so I think the only trips you've been on you've gone to Wisconsin with George mm-hmm. or well, you were in Wisconsin with George and you left them with your parents those are the only two trips that I like know 
I went back for a wedding um, mm-hmm. and I left him here. I've left him here for a Wisconsin wedding, an Ohio mm-hmm. wedding, and something else. I don't remember. Um, but basically, so my family growing up, they've always used like boarding services and stuff like that. I don't see anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. here they're so expensive. Um, and just in Atlanta, like everything's more expensive here, anyways. But specifically, it's like $50 a night at these boarding places. Yeah, it's insane. kind of a third amount, right? Whereas in like Wisconsin, you'd get like 25 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I looked at alternatives, um, mm-hmm. to all the boarding services here and I went on Rover. It's an app. Um, oh yeah. Dog walk. I mean, there's wag, which is like common for like dog walking and stuff like that, but there's also Rover for boarding, um, mm-hmm. dog walking, stuff like that. So I went on there and there's this, um, woman, she lives by herself. She has, I think two dogs. Um, she had over 700 reviews five stars oh wow and everyone else like in the in rover had kind of maybe like 40 or yeah 700 so she has 700 whatever so instantly i'm like this girl has to be good because she's like cpr trained she's like a medicine dog not that george needs that but like right just in case yeah yeah and so um i i've used her for all of my boarding needs and oh wow like 25 bucks a night basically so it's a lot cheaper there's like a service fee um just by going through an app um Mm -hmm. but it's so much more worth it because he also it's she only allows like four other dogs to stay with her so she'll have at most six with her dogs Uh and she lives by herself she lives in like one of those like split level houses Mm -hmm. um like it's three different levels um but she has her own backyard for them oh wow yeah she has him go out every two to four hours and, sh- and he gets playtime with the dogs. Like, you should honestly just text her off the app. That way you don't have to pay the service fee. Well, she's like, a, no, I've tried that, but mm. he's like kind of a stickler on it, which I'm like, I don't really care. I don't really go out of town too often where I'm not bringing him. Right. So I'm like, I, I just booked Whatever, her yeah. for, uh, my cousin's wedding that's in September. So I have just weddings for you. I know there's so many um yeah but it's very nice to have her I'm so lucky that I have found her because she lives by Pont City which is like oh super close yeah that's so nice yeah so I'm very lucky George do you want to say anything he's chilling (laughs) so what are some of the things that you didn't expect about being a dog mom like both good and bad things good and bad um bad I hate leaving the house Mm -hmm. or my apartment because anytime I see him I just feel like not like neglecting him but it's like I have to I have to do things in my life but Mm -hmm. it is a lot harder when like I love being with him so it does maybe make me want to stay home more and just like do things with him rather than going off on my own I say that's like the only bad thing I mean sometimes like expenses I guess but I don't know I think it's worth it like I I don't know I I I think it's worth anything for this little guy because he brings me a lot of happiness um good things that I didn't expect honestly training with him has been very good he's a smart dog Mm -hmm. I haven't had to do much like training 
with him. He basically came potty trained. The only thing is the chewing that I haven't been able to crack. <laughs> he's just, I mean, he's a puppy though. I can't like neglect that. And that's another thing that is good that I, I haven't really had, like, so growing up we had puppies, but that was when I was really young. So I don't right. remember when they were puppies. I got him when he was three months and I was a little scared of that because there was more responsibility when you have a puppy. That right. But since he was such a good dog when I, when I got him and he basically was fully potty trained, um, I loved having a puppy. Like I even look back at like the pictures that I, when I got him, he looked so different and he looked so young. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing his little growth because he has like changed, his personality hasn't changed like at all. But like from like the day that I brought him and like trying to warm him up to like the apartment, even though it wasn't that big, like little things like that going through that and him seeing the beach for the first time was probably about the cutest thing I've ever seen Aww. and like also like anytime I do things alone I don't feel alone because I'm with him That's right another, like I don't feel like I'm in this city like all by myself like I have a little companion with me that can go everywhere oh yeah so I know it's a little sappy, but he makes life better. <laughs> oh, sweetie boy. I know, my little baby. And I assume Julian takes well to him as well. Oh my God, yes, they love each other so much. Oh. I tell him that every time that he's away, I'm like, for long periods of time, I'm like, he needs testosterone in his life. He like can't have all this girly time. <laughs> he's turning into a little girly boy. Because <gasps> everyone thinks you're a girl. Well, you well you have a vest for him don't you well I guess it's too hot for that yeah I don't really put him in simply no (laughs) I mean he has a blue collar but it's hard to see with his fur yeah like he is a little fluffy like so his fur kind of covers up down there so you can't really yeah and he is a little pretty boy he is very pretty you know he's not like masculine looking like some dog yeah zero body fat like he probably has zero body fat but he's like fluffy so you just yeah. can't it's very pretty hair yes and pretty coloring so mm-hmm. a lot of and like his his ears he's got some highlights like just natural highlights right there so he's a little pretty boy must be nice to have natural highlights i pay a lot of money for those same literally same <laughs> oh my god yeah and so i guess living in an apartment building with other dogs i guess it's not that like is it bad with noise or anything like that? Do you ever get complaints? Um, no, I don't. I mean, sometimes you will hear like a dog bark and then mm-hmm. that'll get the bark. Mm-hmm. Um, but most times he'll, he doesn't bark often, but he will bark if he sees a dog like walking on the sidewalk outside. <laughs> I don't know why. Like yesterday I couldn't get him to stop barking at this one dog. Um, so I feel bad anytime he does bark because mm-hmm. then I feel bad about like my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, like, I don't really hear dogs barking that much. I also live kind of, my apartment complex is a little weird. We we have Mm -hmm. like three different buildings and I'm on like the other side of the parking garage. So there's four units in my hallway, Mm -hmm. whereas the other like hallways have like multiple units, not like more than four. So my side of the building, it's pretty quiet which is really nice because then I, I'm a little bit separated from all the noise that you would typically get in an apartment building. Right. Um, but because of that, like, I don't get much noise from anyone really. Like, I feel like our walls are pretty thick too. So I don't, I don't hear anyone talking. I don't hear dogs barking too often unless they're outside on the balcony. 
which this little guy will do sometimes, which I'll feel bad, but <laughs> he'll stop if I yell. <laughs> so he's pretty obedient. You didn't have to take him to any sort of training. You just train him on your own. Yeah, because so when I got him, they told me, have you heard of those like um, potty like pads like that go on the pee Oh, the pee pads. Yeah. yeah. I hate those, and but I was told he was trained on those, and they gave me like two when I got him. I put them out in my apartment when I got him. He did not go near them at all. Like he never touched it. Like he just sniffed at it and just mm-hmm. like, I want nothing to do with this. And I was like, okay, great, that's awesome. And some people too have to like wake up in the middle of the night to like take their dog outside to potty train. No, he did not go inside my apartment like at all. Mm-hmm. But the hard part was, was when we left my apartment door and had to go to the elevator, go downstairs and then be outside. Mm-hmm. He thought when you and exited the apartment, oh, it's time to go. So he would go in the hallways and we'd always like rush, rush, rush to, to the elevator to try and mm-hmm. get him to wait. So he did have accidents like in the hallway because he couldn't wait. He thought immediately if I was time to go. Yep. Time to go. So that was a little bit hard to get him to um, understand. Yeah, to crack that one. Um, but after probably about two weeks, he he stopped doing it. And yeah. it was it was very easy. He's very food driven with like little treats. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. And then Julian trained him to like mostly sit, shake, lay down, roll over. Mm-hmm. He, he did that just one time I was working later. And he just spent basically like half an hour to an hour just oh, wow. doing it with George. And now it's stuck. So he's wow. very easy in that sense. The only thing I've, I've been struggling with is the jumping. I, I try to crack that one. He doesn't jump. Like he'll like, when he, especially when I get home, because he's excited to see me, he'll like kind of, he'll put his paws up on me. Like be like, oh my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. And so he'll do that. And it's hard to control him because he's so excited in mm-hmm. those businesses. And when he meets new people, he'll like kind of jump up on him, which like I I don't like when he does that. So I, I've been trying to get him to stop doing that. He'll listen if I say sit down, but sometimes he gets distracted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, yeah. as puppies do. Naturally, yeah. So anything like that. I mean, I, I, he's most, he's, he is pretty obedient and we've, we've had him off, off leash, um, without like anything else. And he, he listens pretty well, which I've never had a dog like that. Anytime my other dogs growing up, when they were off, off leash, they'd just run. They'd just be like, Bye. See you. Don't and that's it. Goodbye. Yeah. He's a little mama's boy. So I don't think he'd go too far. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sweet yeah. George. Sweet Georgie. And then I remember that one time that he was getting sick in his crate or like making, um, making little messes. Yeah. Um, so yes. what do you do in a scenario like that? Because it's not like you can just talk to him and be like, yeah. hey, dude, are you doing all right? Like, Yeah. So that was, I was really scared because I think he had like some sort of like not food poisoning. Mm-hmm. He had something that upset his stomach. And I actually almost took him. So across the street, there's a um, emergency like pet hospital, which is like very convenient. That's right, but those are very expensive. Yeah. Um. So he was having. He never ever has accidents in his like his kennel or his crate. 
Um, and this one week he was doing it pretty consistently. And so of course I look it up on Google, which I mean, people don't see because it freaks you out, whatever. I did that. And some of the signs were like um, really pink or, or white um, gums mm-hmm. or something like that. It was white gums. I thought that he had white gums, lethargic, mm-hmm. um, you know, like no energy, not acting like himself. Like those are a lot of like telltale signs. Cause it was right after he got a vaccine and that's what it was. Okay. Not that it was, he had a bad reaction to the vaccine and he was having like accidents, all that kind of stuff. And so I look up what those symptoms are and I thought he had them. Mm-hmm. And then of course I, I take him across the street. It was like a Saturday night. I take him across the street and they were so nice because they had one of their techs come out to the lobby to look at him um, because they had a really long wait um, mm-hmm. to actually get him to see like a vet. And the tech came and, and he like perked up because it was a new person. He was acting mm-hmm. again. She checked his gums and she was like, it seems like he's fine. He might've just had like a weird like bog so we'll just give him chicken and, and rice like a bland diet mm-hmm. and so that's what I did I gave him a bland diet for a couple of days and he was perfectly fine so wow so that was my yeah that was my only scare and I was terrified like I remember I was crying because I was like all by myself and I didn't know what to do mm-hmm. like, I was having allergic reaction but it had been a couple of days um because usually it happens like pretty quickly if they have an allergic reaction to the vaccine um, but he was just, for some reason, he just had a weird bug, I guess. And he does eat things outside. So I, that could have been it too. Mm. But like, how would I know? It was like weird coincidence because it was right after him get just getting a vaccine. So, right. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. And I mean, especially because you really have no metric. It was always probably your parents that took your dogs <laughs> when you were growing up to the well, vet. I actually would always go with my parents to the vet with the do- with the dog. Right, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's their like, decision, yeah, yeah as to whether or not they're going to take them. Yeah, yeah, but I always went because I always just wanted to be with the dog and like right. see them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But with vaccine, that was another thing. Like I consulted my parents a lot on like things that they actually needed, but mm-hmm. luckily I did have a good vet that didn't try to get me to. Because so with my dog Joni, well, our family dog. She came from Washington D.C. for my aunt and uncle, and in Washington D.C., this vet for with my aunt and uncle gave my dog Joni all these vaccines that like was ridiculous. And then when my mm-hmm. family got Joni, that our vet was like, "Has your dog ever been to Mexico?" And we're like, "No." And they're like, "Why they? Why did she get this this vaccine then?" So they like gave her like absurd amounts of vaccines just for the money, like to, yeah. to get paid and. And that's the sad thing because yeah, so it many is people sad. will do whatever they want people for take their advantage. dogs. Yeah, I know because how because they were first time dog like parents as well, mm-hmm. and they had no idea they they took their the vet's word. So it's it's hard to to be in like a big city like this and and not know right. what they actually need. But luckily, like I got most of that care in Wisconsin, and that vet was really good. But luckily, though, my my parents went to that vet with my mm-hmm. family dog. My sister did, so I knew that it was a good vet. Right. But like here, I kind of just go to Petco. It's Petco that has their own like clinic, basically, because I just <laughs> it's pretty quick and easy. And yeah. Cheaper, but yeah. That's so. That's what's so upsetting as an adult, like. 
when you're a kid and you go to medical professionals for advice, you just yeah. expect them to just no, yeah, and be give honest. it to you straight and yeah. not try yeah. and sell you anything. But mm-hmm. I was at the dentist last week and I'm yeah. a human. I can yeah. I like understand what's going on. I'm not yeah. a dog and I don't have like dog yeah. vaccines. Right. And they were trying to sell me Invisalign. Really? Are you kidding yeah, me? That's straight Look teeth. at these teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, insane and it's just so upsetting especially because with dogs or with animals in general they put the medicine under different names and so you're not sure what things actually are because it's Mm like advil but for dogs so they call it something else and you're like i don't know that sounds pretty serious and it sounds like they need Mm -hmm. it but it's just freaking advil right no unfortunately it's like a business so they're trying to get as much money out of you as they can Mm -hmm. but it's also like is that really in their best interest probably not right which is so upsetting it's like you don't realize that that's what's going on until you're an adult and you're like oh Mm -hmm. wow everyone out here is just trying to make and that's what I did because I anytime that the vets here would would recommend something I I would like politely decline then I'd go look it up later and be Mm -hmm. and then I'd ask parents I'm like does he actually need this or like no because some of the things down here is obviously different than up north like Wisconsin like there's more bugs there's Mm -hmm. more I live in a city um Mm -hmm. I don't remember the specific vaccines that he needed but it was something like basically urinating in a city like that oh yeah chances of getting an infection from like fecal matter or whatever because he's around it more mm-hmm. being in the city all that kind of stuff and I remember asking my mom she's like yeah that you should get that like kind of thing but I how would I know when they just tell me this random vaccine name yeah. and I I had no, no idea so I would usually like say no go back research and then yep. see exactly what he actually needed and I felt that was like more smart than just saying yep yep go ahead get him that Yep. A hundred percent. Because that's easily how you get scammed. Yeah. And it's upsetting yeah. that you have to do that, but I'm not but trying to drop. Yeah. <laughs> not trying to drop thousands of dollars on vaccines that are not needed. Exactly. So yeah, he did have to get some vaccines just because I wanted to take them to that fetch park. <laughs> <laughs> they had like certain vaccines that they required. I'm like, I guess I'll give them those ones just to go there. <laughs> how much is a typical vaccine? Uh, um, let's see, 40 average, oh, okay. low, but like some were like multi-dosage, mm-hmm. like one, so they had a two, two doses, so it's like 40 each time kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I think the most expensive one's rabies, I would say, but all dogs need that one. Right. Um, and you get that like every three years for the doggos. Um, but yeah, he came microchipped and... He got all that kind of stuff. So for the most part, I bought him with a lot of the vaccines that he needed as a puppy. Mm-hmm. But then some were just to go to fetch park. And then also that's another thing too with boarding services here. Each one of them had required different vaccines. And oh, I'm that's like, interesting. I'm gonna get all these vaccines just for him to go like one one boarding service. And then what if they're not available on weekend? I have to go to another one. They yeah. Have that they require it's like a lot of things like that that I that's why mm-hmm. I also didn't want to do those boarding services was because they required a lot of vaccines and they're expensive right yeah I mean I feel like there's a lot of things with owning a dog that you don't really consider like yeah. for instance my friend in Boston just bought a dog 
and we'll be out to dinner and we're about to go out and get drinks afterwards and she'll be like oh I actually have to run home to go and take Tootsie out to make sure that she goes to the bathroom I'm like oh that kind of stinks yeah it kind of does but also it's like it's it's your home base I don't know right kind of like checks you in Mm -hmm. I mean you're more you have to be more responsible when you have like someone that's depending on you right but it's less work than a child (laughs) that's so true and you can't just leave at home give it some food and water and go out for the day I mean you could could, but that wouldn't be great you'd probably get some child services called on you (laughs) (laughs) that is very true um but yeah ultimately Mm. I mean I'm not in the market to get a dog I can barely yeah that's okay. everyone everyone has their own preferences and I I thought I was ready to have someone but I think that there's a lot even though there's responsibility there's a lot of good that that comes out oh a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah and I'm definitely not ready for a child anytime no. so no. this is a great point in my life that I'm great with this amount of responsibility <laughs> yeah that's good that's a good test of right? your responsiveness yeah yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Good. I'm not ready for you to be there yet because I'm, no. I'm far from that as well. Maybe 10 years. <laughs> yeah, if that. Yeah. Maybe a little more. Maybe like 15. Still a child. <laughs> oh my God. So what, this will be my last question. What's yeah. your favorite story of or with George? Probably two weekends ago mm-hmm. when I up and left and went to the beach with him. That was like, I've never like taken trips by myself before, mm-hmm. nor even eating like ate at like a restaurant by myself either. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get out of here. And I don't think I would have had the courage to do that just by myself. And it was because I had him. Like I also felt bad because I was working a lot and I felt like I didn't give him the attention that like he deserved. Um, and I was like, you know, what? we're just going to take a weekend to ourselves. We're going to reset. And I'm going to make sure that he was outside, like, wasted the entire weekend, like, going to parks, the beach especially. And I would say that's been, like, the highlight of, like, just having him and just being also in a, in a new city by myself that I, like, kind of did that, took it upon myself to try and change it up. But also, mm-hmm. I don't think I could have done that without him, like, at all. And oh, so, yeah. Being with him, like we woke up for sunset, we saw the sun ri- or the sun rise, and then we saw the sunset together on the beach. Like it was just so peaceful, and it was during the sunrise. This is my favorite part of since having him. Like that was the first time he'd seen sand, the beach, mm-hmm. like little sandpipers, seagulls, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And we were just sitting there watching the sunrise. And he like kind of brushed his head up against me and like he wouldn't let me not like stop petting him. And I was like, is this your way of thanking me? Like it was like, it was so wholesome because it was just me and him all by ourselves. And he just like kept having me pet him because usually when we're outside, like he's distracted by other things and all that kind of stuff. But he just kept wanting me to pet him. He kept nudging like his head on me and like my, my hands to, to basically like say thank you and I was like oh my god this is how I know it's worth it oh sweet boy oh it's like such a wholesome moment with him and I like I do know I feel like I can read his little mind like Mm -hmm. 
boys because I'm around him all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that was like the sweetest thing I think he could have ever done. Oh, so that's I such a tender little moment. I know, it's a little mother-son moment. <laughs> it makes me all warm inside. Like, I don't, I know. you know, I'm not a dog person, I'm a cat person. No. But that That's like, that's cute. That's cute. That's too. like the thing though, that like, it's those little things like that with him that it, no! re- he bark. <laughs> He's got a little no! girly bark. George, get in here. Stop. So yeah, no, but I know it's like, I'm such a dog person. Like I love mm-hmm. all animals. Like I have this biggest sweet spot for dogs mm-hmm. and he is not like any other dog that I've ever had, but he's also only mine. Like all my other dogs are family dogs. And I like, I totally cherish all of that. The, good and the, bad, the accidents and everything. <laughs> all makes up for, for those nudges on the beach. All for little nudges in those, come here, Bubba. Crazy. Oh, oh, look at him. You say hi. <laughs> Mr. George. Oh. That's it. That's my life that's, with them. That's all. Thanks for joining. The sweet life of George's. Thank you so much for coming on to both of you. George, thanks for your input there at the end. Really appreciated that one. <laughs> Thank and you Emma. for having us. I love talking about it. Yes. I'm so glad that you were able to come on. Yeah. Okay, love you. you. Love you. Love you.